Oh, it's Friday. You know what that means. It's Friday Night Draft right here at Locked On NFL Draft. Let's go. Let's go. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. Welcome in. It's Locked On NFL Draft coming at you. you. Got former NFL NFL defensive back Eric Crocker. He's a champion right there. Ryan Tracy at Rogue, Rogue Analytics at Ryan Tracy NFL. You see him right there. Hank Ten, Ryan, and I'm John Harris, football analyst, sideline reporter for the Houston Texans, also owner-operator of footballtakeover.com, doing a lot of draft stuff, and that obviously is what we do here on Locked On NFL Draft. And tonight's draft, or today's draft, depending on when you're listening, I like Friday night because that just reminds you of Friday Night Lights. We are redrafting the 2018 NFL draft. Now, we're not going to do the whole thing. Obviously, all 256 picks. Um, yeah, a little smaller. But we're going to try and get through the top 15 in this draft and redraft it. Now, no rules. No rules. As long as a guy was drafted in the 2018 draft and you think that player fits, boom, done, away we go. So let's kick off this draft with the Cleveland Browns on the clock, which means general manager Eric Crocker steps to the podium and the Cleveland Browns select. Eric Crocker, the floor is yours. This one was a little tougher than I thought. You know, you think of some of the quarterbacks that are in this class and you're like, oh, Josh Allen. But man, I'm thinking about Lamar Jackson. Some of the moves that the Cleveland Browns made going out and, you know, they got Chubb in this draft class. They also yep. uh, went out eventually and got guys like Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham. And I started thinking about, gosh, Chubb, Odell. Landry, Lamar Jackson, what would that look like? But I'm not going to make this harder than it has to be. I'm going Josh Allen with the number one overall pick. Okay. That's, I think, a consensus. I would have gone with Josh Allen with the Cleveland Browns. Me His 85-mile-an-hour fastball or his 105-mile-an-hour fastball would cut through that wind. There's no doubt about that. Okay. Before we go any further, I need to remind you, today's show is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. So we found one job for Josh Allen. Now, Ryan Tracy, you have the New York football giants, a team I will see on Sunday. They drafted Saquon Barkley. Baker Mayfield is now available to you. If you'd like that, you'd like him, but what will you do? GM Ryan Tracy strides to the podium to select for the New York giants. And he selects. I am not convinced that I need to rethink this too hard. Because I don't know that in the Big Apple that I really think that Baker Mayfield survives. I'm not sure Lamar Jackson turns into the player he is today if he goes to the New York Giants. So I'm not even going to do that. I'm going to leave that for you, John. I'm going to give you the break. Because what I would do, given the front office's evaluation, and they chose to go at running back. They just chose the wrong one. Because Derrick Henry and I agree on one thing. Nick Chubb is the best running back in this league. I'll put him there because it seems to fit with the direction they were going. Wow. That is an absolute curveball, but I love it. I absolutely love it. Nick Chubb with Daniel Jones. Ooh, man, that would be that would be all kinds of dicey. Well, you just made my pick with the New York Jets very interesting because <laughs> I was convinced that that Josh Allen and Nick Chubb or uh, Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson were going one and two. So I had the Jets doing something very unsexy, but now I can go very sexy because the New York Jets will sprint to the podium. Now, you bring up a great point. Will Lamar Jackson have thrived 
with the Jets. Well, the Jets have done what the Ravens did, and that was get Greg Roman, who had run the Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, offense in San Francisco, or or tailored it around Colin Kaepernick. Is what I should say. And then he does it again in Baltimore. Um, could they have gotten somebody like Greg Roman? Would they have gotten Greg Roman for the New York Jets to be able to run this? That's where Lamar has thrived. The Bears are figuring it out for Justin Fields. I'm not going to think too hard about this. I'm going to go New York Jets with Lamar Jackson. And I'm going to send you a thank you card after he wins a 2019 MVP and gets the Jets <laughs> to the playoffs. There Ryan you go. Tracy. So there we go. All right, Snake's back to me. And now, wow, now it gets really interesting because I've got – the player I was going to go at three, I don't think I should have going to the Browns. Now, the Browns took Denzel Ward. And I'm kind of a mindset like Ryan. I think that the Browns took the right position, but maybe not the best player at that position. They end up taking Denzel Ward, who's been a, a good player, mm-hmm. been a pro bowler. I think he's got a really bright future. But I do not think that he is better than Jair Alexander. So I'm going to take with pick number four, the Cleveland Browns select Jair Alexander instead of Denzel Ward, which put Denzel Ward on the clock. And now i got to reset my board because now I've got somebody falling, and that might be available to me later on. All right, Ryan, you are picking five. It's the Denver Broncos. This is a tough one because we just saw Chubb get traded and get a huge contract, right? So yes, the, around the league, he's, he's respected enough that he got this second bite at the apple. But I can't help but go back and think if there's a once once in a what five year span prospect that could help what the Denver Broncos were in 2018 that could have helped them reboot and retool. I think it might have been Quentin Nelson going one spot higher than he actually did go to the Colts, put him in Denver. Russ isn't there. There's a whole different thing, and the history's been quite dramatically changed, in my opinion. So give him Quentin Nelson. Quentin Nelson comes off the board. If you had gone with Lamar Jackson at two, I was putting, I was drafting Quentin Nelson to the Jets. AVT has been banged up, but Nelson would have been in there with AVT healthy. Mackay backed in at left tackle when he's healthy. And now you're talking about offensive line that's going to move some people and do some damage. Uh, but Quentin Nelson goes to the Denver Broncos, which takes us to the actual pick six. Now, if you remember back to this draft, the Indianapolis Colts were actually sitting at three. And they traded down to six because the Jets were going up to get Sam Darnold. And the Colts ended up getting a boatload in return. They got this pick when they moved down to six. They also got early in the second round. And then they got another pick in the second round, which they took Braden Smith. So with their pick in the top of the second round, they took uh, Darius Leonard, Shaquille Leonard. Then they took Braden Smith. Those are the three picks that Chris Ballard had in a row. Well, it's not going to be Quentin Nelson because he has gone to Denver Broncos. So Eric Crocker. The Indianapolis Colts are now on the clock. What say you, GM Crocker? I say now they take Darius Leonard in the first round. I mean, this is a guy that has been like one of the heart and souls of that defense. He's been one of the best linebackers in the NFL, if not the best linebacker in the NFL. There was another direction that I wanted to go with here, but I'm going to hold off on that guy. I thought he fit the, the just kind of the Colts mold and the brand of football that they play, but we know Darius Leonard fits that. Or excuse me. Shaquille Leonard. Shaquille Leonard. Yeah, yeah. he'll take. (laughs) He'll go with either. Apparently, but but yeah, Yeah. you know it's 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 funny being in Indianapolis and being at games in Indianapolis, and you guys have been to games all throughout. So when Ryan, you go to Chiefs game, you see fifteen jerseys. You see eighty-seven jerseys. Eric, you got San Francisco. I mean, you see all kinds of jerseys out there. 
when you go to Indianapolis, you know the two jerseys you see? A 53 and a 56. It's sort of odd because you don't see – now you do see a number of 12s because people still want Andrew Luck. But people took to that 2018 class, and you see 53 and 56 in the stands, which is very odd. And two of those Colts have gone in back-to-back picks with Quentin Nelson going to the Broncos and Shaquille Leonard going to the Colts. So thus far in redrafting 2018, Cleveland took Josh Allen, New York Giants, took Nick Chubb, the New York Jets selected Lamar Jackson, the Cleveland Browns, then finished up with Jair Alexander. Denver Broncos took Quentin Nelson, and the Indianapolis Colts selected Shaquille Leonard when we – come back that means eric will be picking for the buffalo bills to start they drafted josh allen who they drafted a redrafted 2018 we'll find out in just a little bit but i want to talk to you about linkedin jobs new businesses small businesses whatever size business looking for people to hire right you're looking for the best people you want to find them quickly and you want to get them working for you to be productive immediately well, LinkedIn Jobs is the right place for you. Add your job on LinkedIn Jobs. Let people know that you're hiring. You add that purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and you just spread the words you're hiring. You got all these different tools like screen questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can prioritize what you want. LinkedIn Jobs is why small businesses rate – it is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus – Versus leading competitors. What other competitors? There aren't any. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We obviously thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Day. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. We're redrafted 2018. We've gone through six picks. It's now snake back to Eric to kick off round, well, for us it would be round three, but it's pick number seven in the Buffalo Bills. Eric, floor is yours. The Buffalo Bills aren't going to get Josh Allen in this draft, but what they are going to get is someone that they're missing, right? They're missing this position. They've been trying to get it. You hear them in running back talks uh, with a bunch of teams right now trying to trade for this guy, that guy that drafted uh, Young Cook out of Georgia. That hasn't helped, but Giving them this guy in 2018, we're going with Saquon Barkley. The healthy version of Saquon Barkley, the the version that we saw as a rookie, and the version that we're seeing this year. So they get that version of Saquon Barkley, the best version of Saquon Barkley. And no Josh Allen, but he definitely helps that offense a ton. Hmm. Maybe Buffalo would have been the team trading for Deshaun Watson. Maybe, but probably not. But they've got Saquon Barkley. Man, Saquon Barkley. I was going to envision Saquon Barkley and – Red, white, and blue. And I'm like, well, he's already in red, white, and blue. But, man, in Buffalo with that squad, he would be something amazing. All right, Ryan, the Chicago Bears are on the clock. Now, they took Roquan Smith, subsequently traded Roquan Smith. Now, they got 18, 19, 20, 21. They got four and a half good years. I wish they could have traded him before week three. I wish they could have done that. <laughs> uh, so we didn't have to see Roquan Smith because he destroyed us. Um, what are the Chicago Bears going to do, GM Tracy? I think it comes down to two things. And when you look at where they are now versus where they needed to get to, 
There's two guys here that I think could have made a difference, and in, in maybe the former regimes are still there, and Ryan Poles isn't running this organization right now trying to trade away assets so he can basically reboot the franchise. Yep. It comes down to two guys for me, and one is suspended currently and not eligible. So I, I got to knock him down just a ton, just a, just a, a smidge, because I think Calvin really could really help this offense had he been available. But in the end, you, you got to go back to your roots. And in Chicago, you got to play defense. You got to rush the passer. You put Bradley Chubb there from the beginning. Ooh. I think this defense has held together better. And they are in, probably in a better position today than they are today, if, if that scenario had gone on, than what they actually did. So I'll give them Bradley Chubb. I like it. Man, Chubb. And then they acquired Robert Quinn. That could have been, been kind of nasty. All right. Pick number nine is the San Francisco 49ers. And that's me. And I feel a lot of pressure here because that's my man, Eric Crocker's team. So if I pick the wrong guy, I can, I mean, he can, he can blast me here. So, yeah, I know. <laughs> so I thought about kind of maybe following what Eric did earlier with the Indianapolis Colts. And that was drafting a, a guy that they drafted later, but getting him right here because obviously we keep going. He'd be gone by the time you got to the third round. And I think that's what I'm going to end up doing. And I'm going to do it for this reason. And Eric, you can, you can back me up on this or not, but watching Fred Warner from the sideline was, it was not fun while my team is getting beat, but it was really impressive to watch how he was in total command of that defense, his ability to run side on the sideline, cover anybody, make plays that he made in that game. I felt like I was watching the best linebacker in the league and watching Fred Warner. So I'm going to do it right here at the 49ers. I'm just going to go with the slam dunk. I know this guy's going to fit in San Francisco because, well, he's been in San Francisco. But I know if I go further in the draft, I'm not going to get him for the Niners. So I'm drafting Fred Warner. Eric, your thoughts? Love it. All-pro linebacker. And, I mean, he's the heartbeat, soul leader of the San Francisco 49ers defense. He's flying around, literally flying around. There was this play against the – L.A. Rams, where Hufunga slid down. He kind of missed the tackle. And to make the tackle, Fred Warner went airborne and was parallel in the air. There's a picture of it. It's amazing. Parallel in the air and just decletes the ball carrier from the Rams. And you don't get that type of effort from everybody, but you definitely get it from Fred Warner on every single play. Yeah, I, I absolutely love All that All pro Fred. That's his nickname. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where you and you you guys do that. You watch a guy on the other team, and you're like, "Yo, this guy's yeah. this guy's." I wish this guy played for us. It's exactly what I think that we're we're missing uh, in Houston, having a guy with that sort of alpha behavior. And speaking of alphas, so when I went through and I did my board, number ten is now the Arizona Cardinals. So when I went through and I did my board, if you remember, the Cardinals took Josh Rosen. I have Bradley Chubb here. This is where I had Bradley Chubb going, and obviously Bradley Chubb went a couple picks ago to the Chicago Bears. And I started thinking about alphas. When I started thinking about Fred Warner, talking about Fred Warner, I thought this might not be the absolute perfect fit for the Cardinals, but I kind of feel like the Cardinals need a player of this quality to go with Buda Baker. And I loved him in this draft. I worried about his health, and his health has been an issue in the NFL. But when he's been on the field, as he has the last year and some change this year, he is that guy. For the Arizona Cardinals, I'm going to draft Derwin James out of Florida State. I'm going to pair him with Buda Baker. I'm going to have Isaiah Simmons. And I got three of the better athletes right there to try and handle that business. And I just feel like there's a lot I can do with Derwin James. I really wanted that edge rusher. 
I don't know that I love the edge rushers beyond Bradley Chubb at this point. So I'm going to take, to me, the best player available. That'll fit that team. And I can't wait to see how hard knocks goes. I've watched this on my DVR. But I'm going to take Derwin James for the Arizona Cardinals at pick number 10. That gives us to pick number 11. And the Miami Dolphins, Ryan Tracy, you are on the clock. They would be very upset because that's what they were about to do, Mr. John Harris. So in shifting gears, you got to look at what they needed at the time. And and it would have obviously fit there. What else could have helped them maybe forestall – the lows that they got to, maybe it was taking a chance on a quarterback earlier and not waiting around for Tua. Maybe they did pull the trigger. I would be interested to see what a, what a brash guy in South Beach can do. How would we he would have developed, especially the progression of the coaching staffs there. I mean, I don't know that it would have turned out any better, but let's put Baker Mayfield there and see what happens and take his show to South Beach. And that brings that brings up this. And and Eric, I want to ask you this before. Uh, we get to your pick. And and Ron, I think, pointed it out. How important does the staff fit become for a player? Because I know people here, Baker Mayfield, they're like, ah, he's a bum. He's a bust. Look at him. But what if Baker Mayfield did end up having the right fit of coaches? What were your thoughts on Baker Mayfield going into the 2018 draft, if we can all remember back that far? I don't know. I can't remember what I had for lunch, so I don't know if we can remember back four years. What were your thoughts, Eric, about Baker Mayfield coming into the draft? I liked it. I liked his moxie, and I thought he had just enough mobility, and I thought he had a really good arm uh, that could make all the throws. Uh, you know, he was a guy who was kind of this underdog. He walked on at multiple places, went on, and really carved out a name for himself at Oklahoma after the transfer. So uh, he was a guy who I liked. I thought number one overall was a little crazy because yeah. you got to remember at the at the start of that the draft process, he was considered a day two guy. And really closer to late day two, you know, and then started climbing up, climbing up. You're hearing whispers about him potentially being, you know, not just a first round pick, but first overall. And it was a little wild. And he went to the senior bowl and I thought he did well before he left early. But uh, it still was slightly shocking uh, when he was taking the one overall. Now, you look back on it and hindsight's 2020. I actually thought that it would be... Uh, the, the kid from USC. Sam Darnold. Uh, Sam Darnold. I thought it would be Sam Darnold. So, I mean, I probably would have been wrong too, you yeah. know? Or maybe that would have been a better situation for him. But um, overall, I do think that there was some good that came from Baker Mayfield. There was a guy that kind of turned that organization around a little bit, led them to the playoffs. They hadn't had a playoff win in how many years? And they actually won a playoff game yeah. with him. I think he... Uh, brought life to the Cleveland Browns, a team that had been really down and in the dumps for a long time. So it ended on a sour note, but I do think there were some highs there for a little bit. Or I don't want to say highs, but much better moments than I think what people remember. Yeah, I mean, that 2020 season, people forget he took him to the AFC Divisional round and he gave him an opportunity to beat Kansas City uh, before Chad Henney worked his magic in that, uh, that playoff game. All right, Eric, we've got to pick number 12. It's now the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Bucks drafted Vita Vea, who has had a really good career, I think, with the Buccaneers. He's got a second contract. Uh, he is a large athletic human being. But Eric Crocker, is that the pick for you, or is it somebody different at number 12? There are a couple of different ways you know we can go with this, but I think a team that originally drafted him 
and he's had the success. I think you stay with that. We've done that a couple other times with Darius Leonard, or excuse me, Shaquille Leonard, uh, Fred Warner. And yep. I think with Vita Vea, you did the same thing. A guy who's been a stalwart in the middle of that defense, and they lean on that defense to really provide the spark. And when the defense is down, you can tell something's not right. But when it's good, he's clicking. He has other guys out there. He's eating up double teams. He's creating those run lanes for those linebackers that run sideline to sideline and fill gaps. So I think you keep you stay with Vita Vea. Yeah, absolutely. That's when I was working mine. That's who I came up with, Vita Vea. I think I felt like that was a good one uh, to to stick with that pick at number 12. 13, 14, 15 coming up. Eric will lead us off. It's the Commanders, Saints, and then we finish with the Raiders. Now, we're going to make sure the Raiders get this pick right because the 2019 picks have not been good, but maybe we'll get it right in 2018. We'll do that next, but I want to keep you safe. We all do. That is the goal of the three of us, to keep all of you out there safe because that keeps you listening, it keeps you happy, it keeps you here with us on Lockdown NFL Draft. Then you've got to get with Simply Safe because right now, Simply Safe listeners or Simply Safe uh, will give Lockdown NFL Draft listeners the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. 5-0% off. It's their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss it. It's essentially insurance for your house. In some way, all your belongings and all that. You go out of town, Simply Safe is there for you. 24 7 monitoring agents, and they know when threats are real and when it's the cat next door. And they will contact you only if it's a real threat. It's the best home security system of 2022, as voted by US News and World Report, a third year in a row. They're doing a Chicago Bulls thing, they're doing a three peat of the best home security system of 2022. You do not want to buy insurance nobody does but that's essentially what you're getting with simply safe in an emergency 24 7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from simply safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response don't miss your chance to say big on the only security system i recommend and we recommend get 50 percent off any new simply safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on nfl this is their biggest discount of the year. So do not wait. That's simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. There's no safe like simply safe. All right, we got three picks left in our redraft of 2018, and we get to the Washington Commanders. And it's Eric up on the clock for them. They took Deron Payne. He's had a good career for the Commanders. See him in a couple of weeks. I don't know if he's the absolute slam dunk pick here. Eric, you are the GM for the Commanders. Where do you want to go with this 13th pick? Uh, this is a guy who really could have went much higher in this draft. And I would have taken him much higher. I loved him. I actually thought he was going to be the best defensive player out of this class. Uh, leadership, ball skills, playmaking skills, coming from a great uh, program in college. But Minka Fitzpatrick, I mean, he was my favorite player in this entire draft. And it's weird and wild how it did not work out in South Florida with the Miami Dolphins. But uh, the commanders, they come up and reap the benefits of him uh, now. So we see with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, he turned into an all-pro safety. He always had that type of ability. If if the Dolphins didn't move him around and, oh, okay, play corner, okay, play nickel, okay, play safety. I know he has that type of versatility, but he is a safety first that can do some of those things. And I think uh, – 
the Pittsburgh Steelers are definitely happy that they what, give up a first-round pick. We get Minka and what he's done, what he's meant, the playmaking ability he has. He already has a pick six this year. He has 16 interceptions in his career. We're going with Minka Fitzpatrick to command the back end for the commanders. So I heard this rumor about, about a year, year and a half ago. And I have heard it from two different people in the city of Houston. But everybody remembers the Laramie, Trun- the Laramie Tunsil trade because the Texans gave up a lot in the Laramie Tunsil trade. They gave up two ones, a two, um, and they got Laramie, and they also got Kenny Stills back. But the Texans actually wanted Laramie Tunsil and Minka Fitzpatrick, and the Dolphins said no. And I've always thought about that because I'm with you, Eric. I thought Minka was going to be an absolute dude. And I really wanted to – had I known that at the time, I would have just – Throw in another one. You don't ma- it don't matter. Get Minka. Bring him here, too, because he would have been uh, and solidified our back end uh, as, as well as Laramie did on the offensive line. But, yeah, that was a rumor I had heard that Minka was discussed in that trade. I don't know how long Dolphins discussed it, um, but the Texans really wanted him. And Well, we all can see why. But the commanders get him at pick number 13, courtesy of Eric Crocker. Ryan, it's the New Orleans Saints, at pick number 14. Now, they traded up in 2018, giving up. Their first rounder in 2019 to get up to pick number 14. And they ended up taking UTSA's long defensive end project, Marcus Davenport. Is that the direction you go, or do you go a different direction, Ryan Tracy? Oh, we're you turning that thing. We'll stay on the defensive side of the ball, okay. but I, I too had Mickey Fitzpatrick at the top of my safety list. But this guy actually was higher than I expected him to be, and his career has panned out even. A lot better than I expected down the stretch. And all the things Derek said in his last comment about the Reds, sorry, commanders, uh, can be applied to the Saints as well. If you put a commander at the back of your defense to kind of oversee everything, they had other talent that they brought in in secondary. But I think you put Jesse Bates on that defense, they're still kind of purring along. And I think they supported Drew Brees a little, uh, Drew Brees a little bit better through the, the, the climax of his career. And maybe – Maybe that just saved him, got him a few more wins, and got him a step closer to championship. Hmm. Interesting. All right. The Oakland Raiders are up. Oops. Excuse me. The artist formerly known as the Oakland Raiders. In 2018, they were in Oakland. Um, and even though I love Las Vegas, it's still weird saying Las Vegas Raiders. So it's the Las Vegas Raiders, formerly the Oakland Raiders. They took Colton Miller. And I, I thought long and hard whether Colton Miller should end up being the selection here because he's actually turned himself into a pretty – decent left tackle i mean he's not uh, you know he's not uh bakhtiari in his prime he's not tyron smith in his prime any of those players but he's been a pretty good player and seen him up close i mean he's a unit but i thought about a raider what that means and what the raiders i think are missing and this is not to take away from denzel perryman and i actually talked with uh divine diablo after the game and i think those two have been decent players at linebacker they're not roquan smith so I'm taking Roquan, and I'm sending him out to Oakland. He'll eventually get to Las Vegas, and he is going to be the focal point for the Raiders' defense. I am putting Roquan Smith in Las Vegas, and that finishes our 2018 redraft. All right, are there any names that we didn't get in the top 15 that you guys were thinking about that you would have put in maybe some pick that I made or Eric made or Ryan made that we were thinking about. I think all 15 of mine got in that I was thinking about, except for Colton Miller. I had Colton Miller going to the Colts 
at number six, which would have been kind of high. But I had him going at six to the Colts because they need a left tackle. I mean, it's I mean, when Costanzo retired, they've been looking for a left tackle, and it's been an absolute problem. Are there any other players that you guys had down or going to a spot that was a little different than where he ended up? I don't think so. I mean, I think when you look at this list right here, this is really good. I mean, aside from maybe the 49ers taking possibly uh, Mika Fitzpatrick there, just because, you know, just the back end playmaking skills. But, yep. I mean, you plug in Fred Warner there, and it's like, all right, yeah, that works too for sure. Yeah. Uh, I did list some different names on here where, you know, depending on how long we went, if we went a few more picks, I had some guys ready to go, but uh, DJ Moore – that's yeah. a guy who has been a really good receiver throughout his career, and it's unfortunate he's had this up-and-down quarterback situation. But playmaker, and I think he's kind of being under, underutilized right now. Yeah. All right, um, Carlton Davis, cornerback for Tampa Bay. Yeah. He's been really good for them. Orlando Brown, Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews might be the best tight end in the league, depending on who you talk to. So uh, there are definitely some other guys like Dallas Goddard, Justin Reed, Orlando Brown. So a lot of talent when you start to do a redraft and – and figure out how to plug different guys in in different places. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting thought exercise, if you will, to, to think about, well, how would a guy have fit here? How would a guy have fit there? That's why I like to go back and do it. Not because it points out in the airs. First of all, it's, it's just fun. It's fun to kind of think back as, you know, who was available, what was there, and what players were there. Ryan, was there anybody else that you were considering or you were looking at that you thought, man, I think this guy would have maybe gone in the top 15 if you'd done it again? Yeah, honestly, and to break into the top 15, the only other guy that I considered, and I considered him twice in this exercise. So that tells you like what kind of potential he might have had that maybe he hasn't reached, and that that is Denzel Ward. So yeah. you know, he just kept slipping for me and just kept it became about fit. But I think he's had a good start. No offense to any Cleveland Browns fan, but you put him on a different roster with a staff that is more apt to develop his specific talents. I think maybe he's farther down the road towards you know Pro Bowl or all pro today than he would have been. Okay, so Eric, I'll give you this. When I got to the 49ers, I can't really show you on my, on my piece of paper, but I actually had Denzel Ward written down. How would that have fit in San Francisco? So 2018, I believe that was the uh, – it would have been a little tough because that's the offseason that they signed Richard Sherman. He was coming off of an Achilles injury. Mm, right. Uh, but they had him. They did really like Akella Witherspoon. That yes. they got the year before, and he finished the year really strong at, for his rookie year. So I think they potentially thought, okay, we got Akella Witherspoon, uh, 6'3", 200-pound cornerback that can run. We got Richard Sherman. I think they liked those guys. They also had a guy by the name of, I think, in that offseason. Yeah, they undrafted. But, again, this is after the draft. Sure. They ended up getting Emmanuel Mosley. Yes. Who, you know, he's yep. been good for the 49ers. So they ended up with a solid cornerback situation. I think even Verrett, no, next year. Verrett might have been the next year. I think Verrett was uh, earlier. But, yeah, but, you know, they it was solid. But definitely, I mean, come on, man. You can't go wrong. You plug in Denzel Ward there. He was actually my CB1 in that class. I think he's done extremely well for himself and uh, couldn't go wrong there. Couldn't go wrong with Denzel Ward. Uh, Yeah, let's see. He got to – you're right. He got to the 49ers in 2019. Jason yeah. Red, man, if Jason Red would have stayed healthy, he would have been a, he would have been a fun one. He was one of my favorite players to watch at TCU and study. I thought that guy was going to come into the league, and that was about when he was coming into the league when slot corners started really becoming something. They, you know, we were talking about them a little bit more. 
uh, and he was going to be a great one. Great one. He just could never stay healthy. But we did. We made it healthy all the way through the 15 picks of the redraft real quick. Here we go. Number one overall, Cleveland took Josh Allen. New York Giants took Nick Chubb. New York Jets then took Lamar Jackson. Cleveland Browns selected Jair Alexander. Denver Broncos went with Quentin Nelson. Indianapolis Colts went with Shaquille Leonard. Buffalo Bills went with Saquon Barkley. Chicago Bears went with Bradley Chubb. San Francisco 49ers went with Fred Warner. Arizona Cardinals took Derwin James. The Miami Dolphins selected Baker Mayfield. Tampa Bay stuck with their own Reginald pick, Vita Vea. The Commanders took Minka Fitzpatrick. The Saints, Jesse Bates, and the Raiders, Roquan Smith. Gentlemen, that was a blast. Excellent job, as always, with our Friday night draft. You guys out there, enjoy college football. Enjoy the NFL this weekend. And we'll be back next week to break it all down right here on Locked On NFL Draft. And we thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. For Eric and Ryan, I'm John. We'll see you next week, everybody. And as always, let's go. Let's go.